I'm Jason. Matt and Ian. Oh, yeah, we're doing a podcast <laughs> right about now. Uh, Mind Grenade is a pop culture based show that ties in, dives into TV, movies, music, comics, and a whole lot more. Mm, that was a new pretty, one. Pretty slick. Comics. C O M I C K X. Yep. S S. There's a little bit of Jason's snack coming out there. A S. Just need to make sure that C got in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throwing mm-hmm. some K's and extra oh, C's. Oh, yeah. Had a bit of a snafu last time. All right. So, um, yeah. Episode 260, guys. It's pretty pretty awesome. A little round number there. Uh, I'm glad it worked out that way. That we're all here for this one. Um, just wanted to thank everyone for listening, for tuning in. We're super grateful. And uh, for today, we've got a movie game. We're christening a brand new movie game that Jason just he, he invented it five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive. Like, And he won't shut the fuck up about <laughs> it. I haven't said yeah. a word to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that. And then um, once we're done with that, then we're, we're going to move on to some um, crossing the streams, as I call it. So we're going to talk about any recommendations uh, streaming-wise. And maybe we get into, we'll get into some comic book reviews. So I thought we were all going to pee in the same urinal. Ooh, back old style. That's how they used to do it back <laughs> in the day. Like a trough? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so um, dignified, yeah, peeing into a trough. Yeah, dick, dignified? Dignified, yeah. <laughs> um, like our forefathers. Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jason? I'm uh, ready, if you yeah. guys are ready. Um, lay, it, lay it down on me, the rules. Okay, so <clears throat> what I have here is a short clip of basically a um, a movie. It's mainly going to be one person. So this is going to be a character from a movie, an actor or actress playing that character. So you're going to have three available points per clip. So you guys are going to see from this just a short clip how much you can get. Can you get the actor or actress that is the voice? Can you get what character they're playing? And can you get what movie it's from? So there's the three things. And I'm going to throw in a wrinkle. If you can get all three of those right, you can get a bonus point. By giving me the year the movie came out. Whoa. Okay. Start out again. Actor, actress. Actor, actress. The name of the character. Character. Doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to give me like first, middle, and last name of the character. <laughs> like some some name of the character is good enough. Right. Um, and then the name of the movie. Okay. And then if you can get if you can get all three of those right, you, get an you, extra point. you can get, you can go for an extra point by getting the year to make up for maybe a miss in the previous. Can I can I get this one out of the way real early? What? Your mom the vhs in my sock drawer <laughs> last week okay so can you get the year what last week 2021 oh, last, okay all right you get the yeah. extra point there, yeah. four points is there an option for a two-point conversion <laughs> yes <laughs> what uh how many movies you got uh let's see here um, da, da, da. i've got eight ready so all right Cool. All, All right. right. So put your thing down, man. No. Uh, wow. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So how do we? How do we? Do we just chime in whenever the first person to chime in? Do we? I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the clip. I'm gonna give you guys a second. I may play it twice because they're all pretty short. Okay. Like I, they're not long. Um. And then so I might give it a couple times just so okay. everybody can hear. So it. let's say I get it. Let's say I know. If you got yeah, if you guys think you know all three, I can, you guys can be the first to guess. But we'll wait till everybody has a chance to like just write them what their guess. Oh, is right, write them down yeah. first. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna. I was hoping they. Or you don't even have to write them down yeah, if you got them steal, upstairs. It doesn't matter. I can but steal their idea. Yeah, let's just do answer by combat. 
answering combat. <laughs> yeah, and then you guys can keep track of like uh, tally your own little scores here. Yeah. So right. I'm starting off. I'm, I wanted to start off. Some of these can get difficult, but I wanted to start off easier. So I think this first one's. We'll see. I think it's fairly easy. So we'll we'll find out here in a second. Were guys ready? Mm-hmm. Let's see. We were the only boat left standing. Bubba got Trent's what they got. We got a whole bunch of boats. Ooh, okay. We were the only boat left standing. Bubba got Trent's what they got. We got a whole bunch of boats. Oh man, that's that's a good one. Um. Uh, all right, everybody good? Yeah. What if the first and third answer, or the second and third answer are the same? Maybe. Mm, yeah. Okay, and then the year is the, the tricky one. Yeah, so if you can get the year, you can get a fourth Wait, one. Wait, remind me what the answers are? The answer is <clears throat> actor or actress, the yeah. character's name, the oh, movie's okay. name. Got it. And then the year, if you can get all three of those, you can get a fourth. Okay, so... Anybody who wants to tell I'm me. I'm taking this one. Okay. Got, uh, the actor is Tom Hanks. Okay. The character, in that case, is Forrest Gump. Okay. And then the movie is also Forrest Gump. Okay. Are you going for the... I'm going for it. You're going for it? 1998. No. You got yeah, all of it except for the year. Was it six? No. 95. No. 94. 94. Damn it. Okay, and uh, I also had all three, but see how? Okay, so who gets that? You do. You okay. do. Yeah. I get yeah. the entire. You get all thing. four okay, points. Cool. Yeah. So and then <clears throat> these guys just get whatever they got rights. But three. yeah, you get the only one that gets four points. Out okay. Of that one. All right. All right. Four. Okay. All right. Next one. Yes. You see, I was over there, and these eggs just jumped right out of their shells and started to cook on the counter. That is weird. And that's when I start to hear that awful noise coming from the refrigerator. Mm. Dr. Beckman, you've come all this way. Would you like to check the refrigerator? Okay. Oh, no. Um, okay. Wait. Yeah. So it's the girl? Oh, man. Yep. I'm, I'm going to play it through yeah, one more time. I was over there, and these eggs just jumped right out of their shells and started to cook on the counter. Oh, man. That is weird. And that's when I start to hear that awful noise coming from the refrigerator. Beckman, you've come all this way. Would you like to check the refrigerator? Man, oh, that's a good one. Um, the year is the tricky part. I don't know the character's name. Fuck it. I'm gonna just guess, guess the I year. Don't even guess the year. <clears throat> okay, all right. Uh, who else? I'm, I'm not going on this yep. one. So. Hector, you want to give a sure, shot? Sure, yeah. Uh, the actress is Sigourney Weaver. Yep. I cannot think of her name, Doctor Something or Other. Okay. Uh, Ghostbusters is the film, the original yep. Ghostbusters, the OG, and fucking. I know I'm gonna get close, but I don't know if I'm gonna get the year exactly. 1986. No, it's not 1986. Okay. Do you guys, anybody know the character's name? Character's name is Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> no. Okay, so it's Dana Barrett, and oh, the man. year is 1984. And but yes, it is Sigourney Weaver in the movie Ghostbusters. Okay, so I get one point, I guess, right? So I got Sigourney. You got Sigourney, but you also got the movies. You get two, yeah. You can give yourself one point if you want to cheat yourself. I would would allow that. Ian wants I got one point. 84. I remember watching the second one in the theater uh, like in 88. So they waited four years between those two films. They wanted to wait Charles Bourne. 
My, my, They're my, waiting for you to. He well, is coming. Let's, is, let's those, just make sure I didn't write it down wrong here. Well, like the baby in that—that that was me. Oh yeah, Oscar the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mind checking? Also, I don't want to get on the internet, so I'm not accused of cheating. But can you check when the second one was made as well? Both. Uh, it does say release date June seventh, nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Uh, this oh the Busters two. See, Same logo see. except for the ghost has a two. Uh, like Which fingers. one do you like better? <laughs> Oh, um, 1989. 89, okay. Uh, nostalgia reasons, they're both about equal. Um, the first one's a better movie than the second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, but then that whatever reboot thing, that I haven't watched that reboot thing that came out a couple years ago. Man, how many points did you get? You're awfully quiet over two. there. Two! <laughs> You're awfully quiet over there. <laughs> Bitch! Two. <laughs> All right. All right, this one's going to be harder. Okay. Ready? See those little black boxes? They're called telephones. I'm going to let you on a little secret about these telephones. They're not going to dial themselves, okay? Without you, they're just worthless hunks of plastic. Like a loaded M16 without a trained Marine to pull the trigger. And in the case of the telephone, it's up to each and every one of you. My highly trained Stratonites. Ooh. My killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, My killers will not take no for an answer. You might as well play the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) I needed that extra. I know. I had it right away, and you just gave everyone else points. Well, I purposely made it a little longer because I knew it would be hard. I have no idea. Ah, I can't remember the guy's name though. Oh, the year. Um, I I, I think. I think that. I think that it was based on a real movie. I think too. So, um, but the year, huh? Okay. I'm gonna say. Matt should probably go first. Oh man, I think I got I think I got it. Okay, go ahead. Ian, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's the Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. That's Leo. Yes. 2013? Yes. Oh and Jesus. Jason Belford? Uh, I'll give it to it. Jordan Belford. Jordan, damn it. Damn, like, dude. I, uh, nice. I think we can give I'll it to you. I got a half. Point. I got three yeah, points. Yeah. I got That's, I got Leo. I got, was Leo. I got the I got the year too. So I got three points there. That's one of those movies that I like really want to rewatch. I just never find myself in the scenario to do I haven't it. watched it yet. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's to the top of my list. Of- Have you seen it, Ian? It's been a long time. Okay, well, yeah. he hasn't seen it, and yeah. he got it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like half retarded. So. Well, it was funny because at first I was like, I have no fucking idea. And then I was like, that sounds like Leo. And then it <laughs> yeah. all clicked. Yeah. I was going to say, I know some of them. I think you can, if you even if you haven't seen the movie, you might recognize the actor or actress's voice and be like, yep, I know who that is at least. But yeah, maybe not Ian. No, um, no. <laughs> Leo, Leo's such a great actor. There's a, I think I might have brought this up in the podcast before, where, um, with the last movie, the Tarantino movie he did, where he has a fucking breakdown, like a scene where he fucking loses it. There's a, uh, if you go on YouTube, there's a, uh, what do you call those? A supercut of every time he's just lost his shit on screen, like for the role, mm-hmm. and it's so convincing. Like he somehow clicks into something. And I mean, the super cut goes on for like over 15 minutes or something like that. And it's just him just fucking throwing <laughs> shit and losing his. Shit. I want to see a super cut of him screaming and it just cuts mid scream every time. So it's like 30 clips that yeah. play. And it's like just him <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend. Ah. Bye. 
There. Ooh. There's a short one for you, Matt. Can you play it again? Absolutely. Yep. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Because it almost sounds like a parody of the person of the movie of the person, so I was like, "Is that Jim Carrey doing <laughs> doing an impersonation?" Of, uh, yeah, um, I hope I got the right one. I know right? <laughs> that one could be could <laughs> multiple be any different of the Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. Mark Hamill's—he's just real, real vocal comedian yeah. or uh, chameleon. Yeah, uh, he was an Invincible. What's his name? Mark Hamill. Let's yeah. see. Um, uh okay good, good. Uh, right. i still i still need a minute okay still need sure oh maybe it's not that movie maybe it's uh i think it's mars needs moms <laughs> uh, and then i and i can't and i'm flip I, I know who the actor is but i can't think of his name right now oh there you go you ever had that situation where you've got the actor's name at the tip of your tongue and you're like fuck fuck it's right there and then you go to start typing into Google, and then it clicks. Like, all yeah. it took was you starting to... Uh, and then the year... Fuck it. I'm going to guess that one. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, who wants uh, to give this a shot? Going, you going for it? Okay, so go ahead. Go. Actor is Sir Oh, Nice. Okay. Sir. That's a good start. <laughs> Character is Hannibal. Dr. Hannibal. Okay. Oh. Wait, Dr. Hannibal what? Lecter. Okay. okay, all right. <laughs> oh, and the movie is the a movie, trick. I, I think it's, I'm, I don't know, this is what I, I put Silence of the Lambs. That's right. Okay. Oh, nice. And then is it 1992? Ooh, you're close. 93? Wow. Ooh, nope. You're going uh, the wrong, wrong way. way. I went I went too far. 97. 91. Oh, uh, man. So close. So, yeah. The, uh, Silence of the Lambs or Hannibal is where I was kind of teetering. I was between. like, I feel like Jason would go with the OG. Yeah. But you yeah. could have picked any of the three, and we would have had a hell of a time picking mm-hmm. out. Sweet. I try not to get too crazy with these movies. Mm-hmm. I just watched that movie uh, about six months ago. Silence uh, of the Lambs, yeah. Uh, it holds up. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one that out of the series holds up the best, I think. The, the only problem is, is that shit's gotten too crazy with all the new crime dramas and shows. Uh-oh. It's almost... It's kind of tame. Like, yeah, when I used to be exactly <laughs> that, it's like, oh, this thing is scary as hell. And now it's like, oh, man, this isn't even that... It's that like, what? He didn't even pull out his intestines. Come on. <laughs> like. <laughs> right. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Right now, poised at the edge of the galaxy, Emperor Zerg has been Ooh. secretly building a weapon with a destructive capacity to annihilate an entire planet. I alone have information that reveals this weapon's only weakness. Um. Okay. 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 All right. And you, my friend, are responsible for delaying my rendezvous with Star Command. Um. Uh, what is it? All right. Oh, the year's a tricky one. Okay. You seem disappointed with this clip, man, when you heard it. No, I was just disappointed with the... You you can't play characters that have been in multiple movies. That's just not fair. Trying to make it... The first one, I didn't want to make it impossible. First to I make it so it the people the can listening can get like, some. Oh, and then this this person is a voice actor, famously as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's who's that? Uh, I can go. Go ahead. Um, the actor is Tim Allen. Yep. The name I've got a part of the name Jason. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm wrong. That's not yeah. the character's yeah. name. No. That's not his. I believe it's 
Well, 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 he's got two names in this movie. He's got the actor's name and the character's name he's playing. Oh, I think you're thinking of a different movie. Oh. Or are we wrong? Uh, I'm thinking it was Galaxy Quest. It's not Galaxy I Quest. I knew oh, that, too. Uh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm... I, I uh, didn't even think of that until you started saying it, and I was like, oh, what if it is Galaxy <laughs> Quest? <laughs> The Zerg thing of the side guys. That's yeah, a, that was Buzz what Light I stood in. Oh, it is to give it a giveaway. It is Buzz and Lightyear. Then Toy yeah. Story. It is Toy Story. Then my guess for a year is 1996. Oh man, you're getting close, but you're not 97. No, damn you it! You did the same oh, thing you guys did last time. 95. Also, for it. some reason, I wrote down 27. Damn, I only got, I only got one point for that one. Tim Allen. I got so excited. I was like, "Oh, fuck it, I know." But, but no. no, Hector, I initially wrote down that movie first, and I'm like, "No, it's not it." When he, when well, he's and he's like, talking about space travel oh, yeah. and yeah. fucking that space movie command. Actually, not bad. Galaxy Quest. No, yeah, that was yeah, a decent was, movie. Yeah. Decent. All right. It had a lot of good actors in it too. Yep. Uh, Sigourney Weaver and yeah, a bunch of. Uh, oh man, Sam you Rockwell. really had me doubting myself, Hector. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> was it Galaxy Quest? <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. Are you kidding? I'm working. This takes precedence. I'm in the middle of an interrogation. No, this moron is giving me everything. That's perfect. Give everything. Look, you can't pull me out of this right now. Barton's been compromised. Let me put you on hold. Great scene as well. I don't know what movie that mm. is. Oh man, I got this one. You about good, Ian? No. By the way, no. this is the third time <laughs> no. now Jason has done that. Done what? <laughs> character that's in multiple movies. Yeah. Oh, the character, yes. Wait, I, I mean, I wanted to make it easy. I didn't want to make it super easy. <laughs> that is part of the difficulty. My God, I cannot think of her name. Yeah, because this, this character has been in fucking a lot of movies. Considering it's... I can picture... I know the scene, but I don't know what movie it's in. I just listened to a podcast focused on just this movie. Like, recently, it's crazy. Okay, I guess the name's not coming to me. I okay, all right. Name. Hector, go ahead. All right, Scarlett Johansson. Ah, oh, damn it. Yep. Uh, Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff. Yep, yep. The original and one of the best MCU movies, The Avengers. Yes. 2012. Yes, to all hey, of them. Oh, oh man, yes, I had 2011. Right, finally. <laughs> all right, I'll get three that time. Damn, I could not think of her name. I could not think of her name. Yep. That's a great scene, a great introduction to that movie. You know what I love about that movie as well um, is that um, the star of the movie doesn't show up till 15, 20 minutes into the movie. You don't see Iron Man. Yep. Um, I, I'd heard that uh, he was like Joss, talking to Joss Whedon. It's like, hey, uh, where am I, when am I going to show up in this movie? He's like, no, 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 this is going to work out perfect. It's just So, yeah. Um, so you got two more, right? Two more movies? Two, yep, two more. Here we go with the next one. Here, I have a better solution. You keep me on the payroll as an outside consultant. Oh, yeah, boy. In exchange boy. for my salary, my job will be never to tell people these things that I know. I don't even have to come into the office. I can do this job from home. I got this one, guys. Who, you guys. who the fuck do you think you are, oh, you crazy I, little shit? I know who you oh, are. Oh, man, what is that guy? Oh, got it. Security? I am Jack's smirking revenge. Yes, you are. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to leave that last part in. Wow. Um, 
up until Baby Driver came out, this was my all-time favorite movie. I do not know the character's name. Nah, a good I'll accept two different answers yeah. for this one. Because it, it's, it's oh, tricky. Spoilers. The name, the name is tricky. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Tenet, where you don't know that character's name, mm-hmm. the main character. <clears throat> I'm ready whenever you guys are. Oh, I'm trying to think of his name real quick. Okay. Do 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 Okay, well fuck it. I guess. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who wants it? Matt, you want to try this one? It's Fight Club. It is Fight Club. It's Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. It is Edward Norton. The character's the protagonist. I don't know what the fuck his name is. Uh, his name is Robert ha- Paulson. He's <laughs> Hector. Do you want? I uh, with the name I was either going to go with protagonist or Jack. Okay. But, right. but he's got another name, but that's really not his yeah, name. Yeah, they call him the narrator as well, yeah. or uh, the other Tyler Durden. But so yeah, I'll I'll accept. Yeah, that, that'll that'll work. Okay, okay. Year. Work. Yeah, ninety-eight. Uh, I've got nope, ninety-nine. I, that's oh, how I was gonna guess. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, I got that one. I got all four points I'm for that. One year one. off on two. everything. I love that movie. Tyler Durden's my spirit animal. Let's see here. One more. One more. He's also your favorite musical artist, right? <laughs> Tyler, the creator. Tyler Durden. That kid's long gone. This old man is all that's left. Oh, thank God. This would be so good. I gotta live with that. Rehabilitated. Oh, yeah, this is... It's just a bullshit word. Okay. So you go on and stamp your form, Sonny, and Ooh, stop got the name. Man, I don't know the name on this because one. I'm gonna tell you the truth. So the, the, Time periods are complete. I don't give a shit. Shit. I have no idea. Mm. We'll play the little last part. It's just a bullshit word. So you go on and stamp your form, Sonny, and stop wasting my time. Because I tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. That's a great moment in the movie, too. <laughs> this is probably, if not still, on my top ten. But this is like my yeah. favorite movie oh, for a long time. Um, um, uh, I can, uh, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. So we got uh, character is Red. Mm-hmm. Yep, that works. Uh, it's Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. It is Morgan Freeman. Or, or God. <laughs> the Shawshank <laughs> yeah. Redemption. It is. Oh, here it goes. And then 1992. No. Oh, is that earlier than that? I definitely crossed out Green Mile and wrote Shawshank Redemption before <laughs> Ian said anything. Nice. Okay. Uh, Close, ni- by the 96? way. 96? No. 93? No. Fuck. All right. 94. Okay. <sighs> so I got yeah, I got three out of those. Uh, yeah, because uh, Green Mile yes. is uh, uh, is uh, another Stephen King adaptation. And Shawshank right. Redemption. It's just, it's um, yeah, movie. man. And it's probably his best, the best adaptation of a Stephen King book. I mean, I, I realize it's he's more known for horror uh, right, stuff, right. but what a great fucking film! And it anytime it's on cable TV and you happen upon it, then you end up watching the rest there of it, yeah. no matter yeah. where yeah. it's at. I mean, yeah. people yeah. refer to it as being Shawshanked when you yeah. turn something uh, on and it's yeah. no, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's better than being Rickrolled. <laughs> I guess we'll tally him up. Yeah. <laughs> Ian used a different sticky note <laughs> for, for every fucking movie. <laughs> How you, you feeling? Awful sticky over there, Ian. You're gonna put those you in your. Wa- you're gonna put those in your wallet. We'll save them for later. I wish everybody on the other end could watch Ian right now shuffle through his sticky notes. Did you push your glasses up on your nose? <laughs> <a little bit? laughs> 
So uh, the more points you got, the better, right? Yep. Let me get out my Casio watch calculator. (laughs) 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 You need a stylus to operate one of those bad boys. Mm -hmm. Carry the four. I have 19. 19? 22.5. 24. 24. Damn, Hector. He's the winner. That was a fun game. That was a good one. I didn't (laughs) like it because Jason Uh, made it. We'll have to figure (laughs) out. We'll have to figure out something for the dead air Those, there uh, the for next or... time. Some kind of like, um, it'd probably be you doing some fill-in. Okay. We'll have to think of something to kind of fill. I was going to say, like, usually in the music game as you're playing, I kind of talk about. Like, yeah. When you guys are guessing the band, but it's like, I can't talk about I know, the right. That's what I, so are... we have to think of something yeah. more creative. Uh, so. Or you can have, like, uh, on your phone, because you have your phone hooked up to the, the soundboard, like, some music to kind of okay. fill in. Like We could do that. Uh, on another app kind of ready to go um all right that was fun that was a lot i didn't know what to expect and that was a lot of fun and me winning also kind of adds to the part <laughs> of the fun but um all right man so um we're gonna move on to our crossing the streams portion of the uh, podcast where we talk about anything many recommendations i right away want to talk about invincible i just finished the um eighth episode i think it is eight yeah, i think season, right. eight, eight, eight episode total. season um man yeah, what a fucking brutal, both emotionally and like viscerally, uh, way to end the season. Uh, I have no complaints about this. I'm trying to think of. I can't think of anything to nitpick for the series. I'm sure it's not. It's definitely not for everyone. So I guess that's kind of a nitpick that it's. I, I would not recommend it to some. Like I wouldn't recommend it to my mom. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. Um, what are your guys' thoughts now that uh, and Ian, you haven't watched any of it? Okay, so we'll we'll. Uh, I'm just soaking it all in. Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> um, we can talk about it without giving like. No, no, you can feel free to spoil it. I don't, I don't mind. Um, and 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 you know what? I was telling Jason earlier the the big reveal at the end with the with the dad character. I, I knew that from years ago, just because the book's been out for over 15 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you just hear. You hear that Vader is Luke's father. You'll hear eventually that Tyler Durden is the same. You know, so you, like eventually you will. And that's, I have a, <clears throat> I have a hard and fast rule that if I have something ruined for me, spoiled, it's my fault. I I will always take the blame for it unless you, unless you're going out of your way to ruin something for me purposefully. But if I just happen to hear you have a conversation, it's my fault that I didn't watch whatever that was soon enough. Um, but I still enjoyed the shit out of it. So I, I take it you guys were surprised with, with uh, the the the. Uh, I think by the time the end got there, I kind of was pieced there. it together. Yeah, yeah. you kind of knew that this guy wasn't like obviously you knew he was bad, and the whole time you're like kind of trying to figure it out. Yeah, and then yeah, I don't know. Right around the last episode, I was like, he's probably just a bad alien. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Fuck man, the violence, especially in that last episode, those last couple episodes. When he's beating the shit out of his son, that's such yeah. an intense scene. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So that um, I was watching an interview with Robert Kirkman, uh, the creator of the comic book. Uh, he was talking about, or somebody asked him, "Why does it have to be so violent?" You know, just uh, they weren't complaining about it; they were just curious why. And he, and it's probably the same way with The Walking Dead. It's like, geez, all, you're putting these characters through all this like horrific stuff, but it it like you need that to counter the emotional moments. Like 
when um when uh, Omni Man is that the dad character? Yeah, Omni Man. Yeah, yeah, he's like, why are you put? Why are you doing this? These people are nothing, you know. And uh, what are you going to do when, like, thousands of years from now, these people are all gone? And he, like, lays on that. He's all, he lays on that little heartfelt moment. And it really hit, like, after all this violence that you just said, you just saw, you just had that one little moment where he's reaching, he's still reaching out to his dad. It's his dad. Like, can you imagine if it was your dad putting you through this? Right. That, like, he still has an attachment to him. And they portrayed that really well, especially the aftermath. Where he's just like recovering and his mom's there at the hospital bed. And he, you can just tell he's trying to like square himself with everything that just happened. And um, Stephen Yoon's great too. What a great, the, 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 the voice, we've praised the voice acting in this before, but he's really great in it. The, uh, both Stephen Yoon and um, the uh, uh, uh Actor that plays Jay Jonah Jameson. Yeah, Jay Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had heard somebody say that. What, what's the actor's name? Jay Jonah Jameson. Um, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. I heard somebody say, and it's very apt that he like. It's a recognizable voice, but he loses himself in the role. Like you, you're like, oh shit! Like it does. Like with the Jason Manzukas thing, where it kept taking you out of yeah, it yeah, yeah. his voice. The reverse was with this. Like sure. eventually, I lost. J.K. Simmons the character out, out of it, and um, he has such like a paternalism to his voice too. Like he, that, that's he true. Yeah, does the mm-hmm. dad thing mm-hmm. really well. Um, yeah, I like uh, so many times, especially like with a character like Superman. Like he gets punched and he flies through seven buildings, and then you're like, you're like, is he hurt? Yeah. Like in the only way you can tell if a superhero, like a real superpowered person, is hurt in a lot of comics is like how slowly they stand up. Right. But like, it's nice to see them like bleeding and like, yeah, sure, really getting hurt because you mm. don't have to have that moment in your head. And you're like, is he hurt or is he just going to pop up from this impossible wound? Right. Um, to see them like bleeding and limbs coming off and stuff is the collateral damage. <laughs> Fuck, it's it's uh for a cartoon. It's it's more realistic than um. Justice League type stuff where mm-hmm. they're battling through Metropolis or I'm, whatever. I mean, Cecil throws the kitchen sink at Omni Man, and none of it, none of yeah. it works. You, you, it makes you think that some of it works, but then he's like, he's fine. Like you may and, have a moment where he's like, oh, well, did did they hurt him? And and then he he appears, and you're like, nope, <laughs> he's fine. He may have a like one nostril has like one piece of, like yeah drop of blood coming out of it. <laughs> the om- the ultimate like holy shit moment for that whole show for me was when he uh, right I think it's in the last episode when he blows up that random person's head. Yes, yeah. I was well, like holy the, shit. The person's already survived some crazy shit that he should have died yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, thank God he made it, and right there, it's just yeah. yeah um, uh, one other aspect too I wanted to bring up was uh, we, we were praising the animation and we kind of broke down what we thought about the animation the last episode we were together. But um, I also wanted to bring up that the animation also tries to homage the comic book art, like um, not just being true to the character designs, but also kind of giving it that quality of what the mm-hmm. art looks like in the comic book too. Um, I noticed that looking at um, images of the the comic yeah. art, yeah, it's very close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we had talked about Cecil throwing the kitchen sink at Anya, yeah. and I was talking about the one of the last things they do is they bring that uh, kaiju, 
But the, they bring that kaiju out and to start fighting Omni Man, and it's doing a decent job because it did before. Actually, it took a lot out of Omni Man to defeat it, and then all of a sudden, Invincible senses his dad's in trouble, so he goes to help, and you're like, God damn it, like don't help him. But of course, you know it's his dad; he has no idea. And then once they defeat it, then fucking it all turns on Invincible again. But um, it was it was it was a moment where it's like, damn, like. Like don't like how do how do you explain to that? There's no way you can explain to that kid in that moment that you can't you shouldn't help your dad. Yeah, uh, there's that scene as well where uh, oh because his mom's at the whatever the special mm-hmm. uh, in Cecil's office. They're watching the fight happen, and she's hearing her husband <laughs> of however many years saying that she's nothing, you know, and then. Uh, the son's hearing all this too, and it's just it's brutal, man. It's uh, uh, pretty hardcore. Um, the uh, uh, I, I there at the end, they kind of because this got greenlit for two more seasons. Um, which kudos to Robert Kirkman, the creator. The uh, Walking Dead was a successful comic, became a hugely successful TV show uh, franchise. And then this, mm-hmm. this the, the the book Invincible. It took a while for it to become a hit, and then the TV show immediately becomes a hit. It's pretty wild. So, um, it's great for him. He's a young guy. He's got to be close to your guys' age, probably like early thirties. I think, I think when I just looked him up recently, I think it said he was forty-two. I could. Be oh, wrong, so he's old. Like okay, yeah. Um, his whole thing was uh, he grew up. So he's closer to my age. Uh, I remember when Image Comics first launched it was the uh six or seven of of marvel's biggest uh artists so like jim lee todd mcfarlane uh rob liefeld created deadpool um some of these other guys they saw what happened to jack kirby and stan lee back in the day where they created the marvel universe but then marvel owned all those characters that they created so these guys in the 90s were like we're making this company millions. <laughs> it's like, and we're doing the hard work. We're create, we're doing the creative shit. Uh, we're getting paid fine, but like, what's our legacy going to be? Uh, so they left to fucking complete like hell Mary. Like they were like, fuck it. Like we'll go off and do this. They created image comics where if you create something, it's yours. So spawn is, if they make a spawn movie. It's Todd McFarlane's, all, like all of it. He has to pay everybody else and whatever contracts come along with it or whatever. Um, that was a group of artists. They were all artists. Uh, and then it was one of the jokes, too, was that their books look great, but the, the stories weren't that, weren't that good. Um, and they were always, a lot of the books at first were always late. Back That was a, a thing with Image Comics. Um, so that was in 92, 93. Okay. And at that time, here's a crazy crazy bit at that time marvel was only 30 years old which is insane (laughs) because now image comics is about is going to be approaching 30 okay and okay so that group went off and if that project if image comics failed they would have just gone back to marvel and just been jobber type artists you know so uh image did um uh succeed ish kind of it took they had ups and downs 
Um, around the time, so in the early 2000s is when Robert Kirkman showed up on the scene. So he grew up, like I did, with Image Comics, like, becoming a thing. And uh, he was a writer and not an artist. And, like, he created The Walking Dead for Image. He gets to keep all the, like, that's his 100%. Walking Dead is Robert Kirkman's. So imagine if Stan Lee owned Spider-Man, the Avengers, the X-Men, the Hulk, all those characters. Imagine if he, one dude, owned that those characters. Right. He'd be a good general, you know. It, it might not have turned into a movie franchise because Marvel, the company, uh, facilitated those properties to eventually go to Hollywood. But um, Robert Kirkman uh, was made partner at Mar- at I'm sorry, at Image Comics. First, the first... See, so they formed in 93, 92, 93, and then however many years later, the early 2000s, um, they, The Walking Dead becomes a huge hit. Invincible had come out six months prior to The Walking Dead, but didn't hit like The Walking Dead did. Walking Dead hit. They make Robert Kirkman a partner at Image. So he's part, he's part owner or partner at Image Comics, the only writer in the group. Um, he owns all of that. So he just had the option, the stuff to Hollywood and then they make the, the walking dead TV show. And, um, and here he is, he's, and the dude seems, if you see him in interviews, he seems humble as like, people are like, Oh, you're a bajillionaire, blah, 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 this and that. He's like, ha, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, uh, and then what I love about the guy too, is he still write, he doesn't have to write comics. Like, the money he's making from writing a comic compared to the money he's making from royalties from Walking Dead and Invincible and everything else is like nothing. But he loves comics so much that he still writes comics and stuff like that. And plus, too, who knows if any of these books that he's writing now will become another TV show. Sure, yeah. Or a movie or whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to give a little bit of a history lesson there with uh, Robert Kirkman. And, um, you know, it's just for your comic to become that big of a hit is like lightning striking and then for it to strike twice and then a couple more times when both those comics become successful tv shows and you know it's pretty amazing it's, and good for him like, he yeah. figured it out yeah get two tv shows yeah with fear and the walking yeah dead. fear and the walking dead and invincible and uh, so is fear the walking dead like based on any of his writing it is oh they do have, they do have some of it yeah because I think I, I noticed one of the episodes somebody commented that something was and the fear of Walking Dead is right out of the comic. So out of the Walking Dead, though. Yeah, out of the Walking yeah, Dead. Okay. Yeah. So and one of the characters from the Walking Dead, well, actually now two or three of the characters from the Walking Dead have crossed over into the fear of the Walking Dead. So it, it's all being done in the same universe. It, honestly, I I well I haven't watched a lot of the Walking Dead that's come out recently, but I'm enjoying Fear the Walking Dead. I had almost gave up on Fear the Walking Dead, and it came back and it got better. Oh yeah, I watched like three episodes, and I was like, mm, I'm done. But uh, now I enjoy Fear the Walking Dead better than I do the Walking Dead. It, it's it's I I've enjoyed it a lot lately. Where there was one season that came out, I was like, uh, I might be done. But then I had read that people were like, oh, this came, this came back and improved a lot. Like, the writing got a lot better. So I gave it a second shot, and I'm glad I did. Because now I, the current Fear of the Walking Dead that's coming out, I'm enjoying quite a bit. And I'm like, I don't even know, almost an entire season behind on the other one. So Does it still have a decent following? Or is it not? It's probably uh, not pulling me I have no idea. Numbers as it was before. Yeah, but... I'm not sure. Yeah. Not sure. 
But mm. I, it's I think it's going to be wrapping up here soon. I think The Walking Dead is. The Walking Dead still on? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. The original one still on? Yeah. That yeah, show yeah. started oh. sucking like 15 years ago. Because I, I like. saw... I saw. Oh, man. Uh, I used to say that shit. I would get in trouble for saying <laughs> that shit. I saw a promo for it. It was coming back in August. So, yeah, there's a new season coming. I Which I was like, okay. I haven't still watched the last one. But. For first, second <laughs> season of The Walking Dead, the, the OG Walking Dead, fuck, man. I made the mistake of criticizing it online. Holy shit. It was as if I was criticizing people's children. I was like, I've never gotten been out of shape over anyone not liking what I like. <laughs> but boy, to fucking the walk people like they took it to heart. Um, and my my thing with the Walking Dead was that it I, I I immediately saw the formula. Like I I get it. It's it's just drama with the backdrop of zombies. And the zombies really are just like backdrop, and uh, you know like the weather, and. Um, yeah, it's, you know, uh, but uh, it's still going on. And then it's ending and with little fanfare, no one's, I mean, I guess the fear is still going on and you're saying it's, it's, it's good. But, uh, but the, 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 yeah, the, the flagship show right. is ending and, and no fanfare. Yeah, the Walking Dead yeah. to me is like the current pinnacle of why all TV shows should end. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's because they were going to keep it going like as like lost when lost was on the yeah, but they're like 10 seasons past lost now probably yeah yeah but but lo- with lost they were like uh we can't string people along like with with that type of show because they kept uh you just setting introduced up mysteries. New mysteries yeah. yeah but with the walking dead they like you know it's that whole thing about like ending on a top on a high note rather than just letting it piddle you know i think part of the problem with the walking dead was that the first season, they went to, like, the CDC, and they, they kind of teased, like, uh, oh, they're going to do kind of a classic, like, try and find a cure thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they decided not to, which is fine, but without that, that there was never an end. It yeah. was like, people will survive, and people live into their 70s, and then they have children, and then some greedy asshole was like, let's just make this forever. And right. then it ran out of steam in, like, season five, and they're like, yeah, we're going to keep going anyway. Yeah, for me and and I mean I don't know however the but it it had a it I liked the feel of it when it was starting like it had a certain feel to it like um it, it was it was drama and it was characters but it was it had an aspect <clears throat> of horror and unknown and mm-hmm. what it was, was like going on too. yeah and and then it kind of just it just it became something else that just wasn't interesting uh, as there as was also it was novel too there wasn't anything like that yeah. on tv before so and it's not like any of the characters that are still in that show that were good before like none of those like like negan and stuff like that it's not like those guys aren't still good in the show it's just the show is just kind of lost i'm gonna so say this for me. it's a soap opera for men <laughs> I know a lot of non-men that watched it, though. Yeah. Uh, well, it gives even more credence. This would be a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess that's our little bit of Invincible talk there. Um, or Kirk, Robert Kirkman. That was uh, a Kirk-off. Kirk-off, it's like yeah. It's a Kirk-off all over your faces. He, yeah. yeah, he deserves it. He's, uh, I mean, it comes to, like, just TV. He's a big name, and he just came out of nowhere. He wasn't even a TV guy, <laughs> and now he definitely is. Uh but yeah, so as I wanted to kind of wrap up on Invincible, since uh, um, we all enjoyed it, but Except you guys, for Ian. yeah, sorry, what? Huh? I enjoyed <laughs> it thoroughly. <laughs> well, yeah, 
No. I mean, for, well, for The Walking Dead, I was going to say that, like, now it's all communities and communities versus communities, like, where before it was like, I like the aspect of these characters moving through it like a apocalyptic environment, going house to house, trying to find food and ge- keep going, like, instead of now we're, like, settled down and we have farms and stuff like that, which is what would happen. I mean, mm-hmm. which would what they would try to happen. But to me, like, the the more suspenseful stuff was that, like, when these characters were constantly having to be on the move mm-hmm. and... And, and traverse environments, get out of Atlanta, all that other yeah. stuff they had to do. This is more interesting. I had heard uh, Robert Kirkman say that he wasn't going to explain more the like the origin right. of the zombie outbreak or whatever. Like I don't know if he has or not. Uh, was, I know the book just ended about a year ago, like abruptly too. He didn't give any warning because uh, he, he, I, I heard him talk about it after the fact. He was like, I didn't want people constantly asking me about it, uh, so he just ended it. It was like. With the warning of like a month, I think. He was like, okay, this is the end, uh, and that's it, which what, is crazy. Wasn't there some theory that it was the Breaking Bad blue meth or something yeah, like that? The start yeah, that would have been good, thing? yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, so you want to move on? Anybody else got anything with the... Uh, Matt? I know you got shit. I have shit. like a whole list of shit. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I saw this last two weeks, maybe. I've watched the two, easily two best shows of 2021. Mm. Uh, the first one is Made for Love on HBO. It currently has 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's basically a Black Mirror episode that's made into a whole TV show. Uh, I don't want to spoil anymore. It's awesome. Basically, uh, this girl is married to Mark Zuckerberg, like some tech genius. Okay. And he's like super controlling and she escapes. And there's like a whole Black Mirror subplot. It's awesome. What? What? Uh... It's uh, the actress is this the chick with the giant eyeballs from uh, what's oh. that Andy Samberg movie where they're in a time loop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking I about. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, HBO, HBO Max. Yes, yeah. and Ray Romano's in it. Okay, so that's a thing. <laughs> but I would, I would definitely check that out. But more than that, have you guys heard of Sweet Tooth? Yes, it's a comic book. Uh... Yeah. So when I was just recently deciding to get back into comic books that kept coming up on lists of like the best comic books of the last whatever it's a netflix show it has a 98 percent on rotten tomatoes Mm -hmm. robert donnie jr is a producer on it i think yeah i'm like uh halfway through it is one of the best shows i've watched in a long time the uh i haven't that's the very first i've heard of the tv series like of of somebody watching it no it has a 98 percent on rotten tomatoes and i didn't even know that it was a thing um jeff lemire is the author of the comic book and Jeff Lemire is considered like fucking one of the best comic book writers right now. So yeah. Um, you got a premise like a general yeah, premise? Yeah so it is uh, basically at one point in time like a massive disease outbreak causes an apocalypse so like most people die. It's like a 100% fatality rate type thing and for whatever reason simultaneously when the disease emerges all human babies start coming out half animal hybrids. Uh and then the movie jumps forward into the future and you follow this kid who's half deer mm-hmm. in the apocalypse. And there's like, um, I don't want to spoil anymore. It's mm-hmm. so good. It sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It on doesn't the sur- on the, sounds absurd. It does not On the, on the surface. Re- yeah. On the surface. Feel, even the comic. Yeah. I remember when the comic came out 10 years ago or something like that. I was like, that looks so weird. But everybody kept talking about it. Yeah. And I yeah. never, I, the reason I didn't start reading the comic when I kept seeing it on the list is because I'm not a fan of the super cartoony art style. It is very, it. yeah. It <clears> is. 
But the show is is fantastic. Okay. Nice. Like, really good. I, no, I'll definitely... Like, I would tell you to go watch it right now. Ba- based on a true story? Yeah. <laughs> but 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, yeah. I've never that's, seen that's pretty nice. You sold yet. me on it. I'll definitely <clears throat> add it to my, my queue. And it's, and it's got, it's um, the, the, I don't know, most of the people in this show, the, one of the main characters is this, on Game of Thrones, do you remember when they went to Karth and there was the, the rich, um, the big rich guy that ended up getting locked in his own vault? Yeah, he was actually poor. Right? That yeah. guy plays <clears throat> one of the main characters and that's pretty much the only actor I recognize. Will Forte's okay. in it. Oh, Will Forte is in it at the beginning, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, let me see many episodes. Is there any Minotaurs? No. Uh, eight, eight episodes. Do they all drop at once? Yeah, they all drop yeah, the at once. Yeah, the whole thing's down. I'm like halfway through. Is it similar to Animorphs? <laughs> no. Okay. It's it's more similar to The Walking Dead than anything. Okay. Well, it's an apocalyptic kind of yeah. aftermath. And like, yeah. uh, you know, interpersonal, inter human species yeah, relationships. relationships, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Cool, so, cool. is there any like regular people in it still, or is it one? Oh no, no, no like it... almost every character is regular. Okay, but I don't want to spoil why. Okay, because yeah. it's like an integral part of the show. Yeah, and mm. then there's some half human, half animal cre- characters as yeah. well. Yeah, it's uh, it's so it's like BoJack Horseman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's... Is there any uh, animal transformers like Beast Wars? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I also want to shout out that Dave is coming back on sixteenth oh, of June, yeah. and if you have not watched the first season of Dave, you're um, missing out. I, I watched okay. I watched some of uh, the first season. I caught the fucking trailer to the second season, and it's fucking bizarre. The whole show is bizarre, but yeah. in such like a delightfully strange yeah, 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 way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like that. What's uh, Dave on? FX. Oops. Okay. Um, sorry, guys. Uh, What's that? Uh, Lil Dicky. That's how I was trying to think of the guys. Yeah. Um, uh, and Andrew Santino's also in it. Comedian, redheaded comedian that's on that show as well. I yeah, think. yeah. Plays he's his like buddy. his buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he has a good podcast. Uh, what else you got there, Matt? Um, oh, this is just something that I think Hector would really like that I haven't looked too far into. But there's this comic book artist that has this comic called kill six billion demons or something like that i never heard of that yeah i don't know but he started this thing where he drew like essentially a game board of tiles and then there's two teams and a bunch of like comic book artists sign up for each team and then each week they pick a square on this board and the both teams are going to fight over this square so each team of comic book artists creates an original character that they have through the whole thing and then when they pick this tile, each character fights someone from the other character. And each artist draws a whole comic about that battle. Wow. And then everyone votes on whichever comic was the best. And then that becomes canon. Wow. And then at the end, they're going to have the, the tale of this whole war with all these small little comics of the of whichever one was the best of each thing. That's really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's called The War for Ryuba. R-A-Y-U-B-A. Huh. It just sounded like so, such like a cool idea. I just watched a video on it. I know nothing more about it. Okay. Um, but it looks super cool. And I think it'd be really cool at the end to just read like the chronicle of this war, knowing that each one was like voted on by an audience. There's like three impartial judges or whatever. It just is a really cool idea. Yeah. Huh. That's the first I've heard of it. 
Um, yeah, I'm looking at some of the art. It's pretty crazy. And it, it's, it's, you know, each artist is totally different. Mm -hmm. So it could be like from hyper real to anime to sweet toothy cartoony right uh, to hyper violent to not very violent at all and like when i say battles like i think some of them are like cut the guy in half and some of them are like make him miss his mommy and cry like, it <laughs> ranges from like scott pilgrim to yeah to invincible okay so let me get this straight so is it kill six billion demons or that's the th so ryuba apparently is a location in kill six billion okay. Demons, okay which is the guy who started this as comic which looks the art looks really cool for yeah that. it does yeah um but this war for ryuba thing is just separate okay from six billion demons okay yeah i was looking at some of the comic book pages and they look like straight up legit like actual yeah comic i think book they're art, all yeah. like real comic book artists yeah. I, don't, I don't know any na real names in the biz yeah but, but it looks really good like yeah. the comic book art wow i never remember I, I i don't i think you have to follow it on like maybe twitter or i don't know exactly okay is that where you found it or no there's um strangely enough this board game youtube channel that i follow okay that yeah like reviews board games all right and the guy was like oh like uh check this out and he's like one of our people here is an artist and we entered and here's our comic, and this is the story of the whole thing. It's pretty mm. cool. Wow. All right. Um, what, what, else you, what else you got there? Oh, then I have these three comics that yeah. I bought. We'll wrap up brought. the show with some comics. Uh, so I never read comics, and I still like struggle a little bit with comics mm -hmm. related to like more novels, because you can just fit so much more in mm -hmm. a novel. Mm -hmm. um, but it was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, I was like, this is such a cool concept. This is a comic. like The movies, yeah. Yeah, because I never, I never was like that into superheroes. Mm -hmm. And so I read that a little bit, and I honestly was not a big fan of Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. <laughs> but then I found Saga, yeah. which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's high-end high end, uh, artwork yeah, and writing. Yeah. Like two weeks ago, I was like, there's no good sci-fi right now. Mm -hmm. So, oh, Saga was cool. Like, what, what else can I find? And I found, these are the three that I'm reading now. We only find them when they're dead. It's got this really cool art style. Mm -hmm. Although, to be honest, sometimes I have a hard time <laughs> understanding it, 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 what's going on. Because there's a lot. Uh, the artwork is it's very like... Angular and blurry sometimes. Computer and, effects yeah. and stuff. And mixed in with traditional pencil drawing. The, the mesh is really good, but it's just a lot yeah. uh, per page. Yeah. But it's basically like in the in a, this future sci-fi world, they find these giant dead gods. Mm -hmm. We only find them when they're dead. That's where the name yeah. comes from. And their society kind of functions by like harvesting the bodies mm -hmm. of these dead gods. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the celestial in Guardians yeah, of the exactly. Galaxy where they're just harvesting. And that's kind of, it's, it's honestly kind of light on world building in that first mm -hmm. book so i'm kind of waiting for more. i read the first issue just to sample it and uh yeah it's a uh, very interesting uh the the characters they introduce and uh when they start cutting into the giant god whatever yeah, they're like pulling these giant meat chunks but out then there's like there's factions that like you you you've claimed this part of this ginormous and it's not quite planet size or it's maybe like, yeah it's like mining claims there's like yeah. an overarching body that makes sure no one like violates yeah and there's like parts of these gods that can be used for developing weapons so yeah. like this government doesn't want people mining like the wrong yeah. parts and stuff like so anus is prime yeah, the, the dick is just like <laughs> uh yeah okay and what else you got there? uh invisible kingdoms another super cool one it's like um uh 
small solar system and there's only four planets with four races but basically space amazon kind of runs everything everyone gets their packages and then everyone who doesn't kind of buy into like the commercialism stuff is part of this like cult religion and they're, okay. all, they're all nuns um and then the main character finds out that they're both like in cahoots together uh, and then they have to you know escape and survive it's very like a little firefly-esque I feel like like a team of people on a spaceship trying to survive in a world that doesn't want them kind of deal. I like the artwork. It's very kind of painterly almost, but maybe yeah. watercolory. I'm not sure. But it's uh, interesting. And then this last one's the one I'm the fucking most excited about. All right. This book is crazy. What's it called? It's called Prism Stalker. Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm just gonna read you what the what the Vice little blurb on the cover is. Like Sailor Moon on acid. <laughs> And you just got to flip through this, but I want to sh- show you this. Oh, it's Image Comics as I don't well. think I could even explain this comic. It's bananas. But I loved it. I read the whole thing yesterday. Look at, like, just look at this one sequence. Uh, it says, uh, Vep, a, is a, Vep is a young refugee raised away from her devastated home planet as an uh, indentured citizen in a foreign colony. She worked tirelessly for her insectoid hosts. But there is no exit in sight in this vicious, dripping city nest. The eye of opportunity is closing. Her duty is to her family and her siblings, but what more can she do for them here? So she's trapped on some other planet that's like a servant of these insect people. It's basically like this this society that is like this hive culture that um, absorbs other cultures, basically. Okay. And she's like a refugee that lives in this hive, and she gets recruited to go essentially help conquer this new planet that is like being difficult and the creatures on this new planet um basically mind fuck you so there's like these scenes that are have you seen the movie annihilation yeah 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 uh there's these scenes that like intentionally just are weird and confusing because the character doesn't know what's going on because the character is getting like psychically destroyed Mm -hmm. they but the art when this is happening is just bizarre and crazy and off the wall. The the art looks kind of heavy metal-ish, kind of Mobius, very kind of, yeah, like psychedelic, I should say. But it does, it does it's just such a great sci-fi because it takes these um, notions of like real society, like language and culture mm-hmm. and, and stuff and puts it into this world that you can't relate to at all because yeah. it's so bananas. How did you find out about this book? Um, I went down this image word hole, uh, wormhole because all three of these books are image. Yeah. And image seems to have like all the uh, coolest saga, non, non-superhero yeah, stuff. Saga is, Im- is image. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Uh, saga... <laughs> Saga is crazy as it's well. It's weird, yeah. There, I didn't, I, I didn't make it this far into Saga, and but it's appara- also quite pornographic. I was about times. to say, there's yeah. a, there's a scene that I just found out about in Saga, where a couple of the characters with the daughter come upon a dragon that's blowing itself. <laughs> I don't know if you've made it that far. I have not, but but <laughs> it's, like it's not out of the ordinary. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Well, the very first scene in the first issue of Saga is like a birth, and. And you're watching this husband and wife, and she's trying, you know, pushing and stuff, and the baby finally comes out. And then he goes in and, like, with his teeth, bites, tries to bite the umbilical cord off. And they're, like, you're seeing it, like, in all its grisly, just like, 
You're, the art is so good that it looks real and palpable, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, that the art's yeah. really cool in that. I didn't bring that one because I bought the compendium, which is like a oh, fucking yeah. Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. forty. Uh, before we wrap it up, I, the the book I wanted to um, highlight is uh, currently being published by Marvel. It's called uh, Beta Ray Bill, and it, Beta Ray Bill is kind of like a a horse or something. Yeah, he's like a cyborg horse character from Asgard, from the Thor part of the uh, the Marvel universe. And uh, he, he's got the Thor kind of garb on that Thor wears. He's got a hammer. Uh, his hammer um, that Odin made for him is uh, actually, I think it's, it's, I think it's the, the one he has that, um, that Thor has in the movie, the axe one, uh, like Stormbreaker. So Stormbreaker in the comics belongs to Battery Bill that Odin made for him. And it, uh, he can use Stormbreaker when he, like uh, slams it on the ground, like just uh, bangs it up against something. He turns back to his normal kind of humanoid form, and he's not human. He's not from Earth. He's from other some other planet. But he has a humanoid form rather than the grisly-looking kind of horse cyborg character that he becomes. Uh, at some point, Thor becomes the All Father. So Odin goes and retires, and Thor be- like takes the throne. And something between an altercation between Thor and Batery Bill, Thor breaks the hammer, so Batery Bill is stuck in his horse form. And and the story when I, when he first started reading the first issue, he's got a relationship with Sif, and Sif's wanting to kind of get intimate, and she doesn't realize he can't transform back to his humanoid form. So it's this whole thing about like him looking all just. You know, it's Bojack Horse Thor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, he does look frightening in his horse form. Yeah, he, uh, so I'm three issues in and he's on this quest to go find this new weapon that'll help him transform back. Uh, crazy shit. Uh, the artist and the writer is the same guy. It's the guy that did that book that I, um, I'm waiting to read that Wonder Woman Dead Earth with that really, um, uh, kind of, kinetic looking artwork mm-hmm. very um uh just energetic artwork uh it's fucking great for this story uh so they go to um uh this fire dimension and they're being pers- so they have to go underneath this lake of lava to find this sword and it's it's um it's beta rebuild it's uh scourge i think it's um the character from Ragnarok that has the guns yeah, from the Texas. Guy, yes, yeah. he's in there and he's hilarious in it. And he just has a hard on for guns. Like that's his fucking story. And he's there helping out Beta Ray Bill. And there's a couple other characters. And so uh, while they're on their quest, the ship also gains sentience and, be- and creates this kind of uh, avatar for itself that's walking around. And then the weird thing is that it falls in love with Beta Ray Bill. So it's, this is this weird, like tri- love triangles that are going on. And um, so what I like about this third issue, it's five issues. I think it's a mini series. So what, it's five is it issues. Called, what's it called? It's just called Beta Ray Bill. And it's the, it would be the, if you're looking it up online to be Beta Ray Bill number one, 2021, the, the, the year kind of helps narrow it down. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there. This is a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end of the third issue, where they make it through. They submerge themselves into this lake of lava, in this dimension, this fire hell dimension, 
they they finally make it through to the bottom and then they get spit out into just this darkness and the last panel is like this ginormous probably like three times the size of a kaiju like just tentacles coming out from the darkness and the ship looks teeny tiny when the ship's pretty big and that's the cliffhanger so it's just shit like that it's 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 a uh, it's a lot of fun i think uh, our buddy alden at work just picked it up out of, on a whim and uh our other buddy at work, Andy, is a big fan of of Beta Ray Bill and Thor and all those characters. Um, I'm really enjoying it more. I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. I just picked it up on a whim. Um, but uh, the uh, writer artist is Daniel Warren Johnson, and he I brought up his name before for uh, that one Wonder Woman Dead Earth that I haven't read read yet. But I'm reading this and I'm really enjoying it right now. So yeah. Um, we'll get to see Beta Ray Bill and Thor Love and Thunder here soon. I think so. If, oh, really? Yeah. He, he makes a, there's a, I'm not sure if, if he's gonna. There's been, re- I think there's no. been references to him. Yeah. In, in Ragnarok, yeah. when you see the Citadel where they do the, um, the Battle of Champions, one of the heads is Beta Ray Bill. You might be right. I think Beta Ray Bill's going to be voiced by Christian Bale. Yeah. 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 Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking great. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh man. He's made that connection. Thanks for making that connection. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Ben, uh, do you have do you have any? I was going to ask Matt earlier. We we're talking about The Walking Dead. If he's seen Army of the Dead on Netflix, Dave, Dave Bautista. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it, it's it's you know. Oh, did you watch it, Jason? Well, yeah, I mean it's Zack. If, you, if it's you're Zach expecting Snyder. me to say Zack Snyder's suddenly not a bad director, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't expect that at all. Yeah. I mean, it, that movie, I like Dave Bautista though. Yes, I do too. That movie is Zack Snyder. It's too long. And and there are it's, at, all, it's all in slow mo. Yeah, I the, don't remember any of the plot, even though I watched it like a week ago. The movie has too much plot. Like the movie has too much. Like they they really just needed to go. Oh, I'm remembering it now. Yeah. yeah. So they eh, really okay. just needed to go after a thing in Las Vegas during zombies. Not ruin anything. I mean that is the basic plot. Yeah. But they start adding all this shit that doesn't matter. And Zack Snyder does this thing, and all action movies do this, where they they add plot just so they can do an action scene. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. they're setting up something he wants to shoot. Mm-hmm. He does this the entire fucking movie from beginning <laughs> to end. I think so, Zack Snyder is a director who wants to be a comic book artist, but is bad at both things. Yeah. So he does. He adds. There's these little plot points, though, he can add just because he wants to do something. And <laughs> it's just like, this This movie, I think, would have been better if it was shorter and simpler. I mean, it was a fun movie. Yeah, but, because yeah. like that, the uh, there's a montage uh, uh, scene in the beginning of the movie where they're fighting their way out of Las Vegas. That is an incredibly shot scene. I hmm. loved that thing. Oh. Like, that, that, uh, like, uh, Zack Snyder can do that stuff really well. I loved that. Yeah, and yeah. then you get to some of this other stuff and you're like, what is it? What is this? <laughs> like, but yeah. So, I mean, there, there, are, it, it's a fun, if you don't try to think about the movie too hard, cause you can pick this movie apart. Huh. Um, but if you don't think about it too hard, you just watch it for fun. Like, mm. it is, a, it is a, it can be a mm-hmm. fun movie to watch. Or you can go back and watch Dawn of the Dead, his yeah, remake. Yeah, mm-hmm. way better. Yeah, James Gunn wrote and, uh, Zack Snyder's first movie. Um, and it's got a zombie tiger. Oh, it's yeah? A zombie tiger. Can't yeah, beat nice. that. Okay, yeah. yeah then never mind, guys. Siegfried and Roy's. I'm going to definitely watch it. <laughs> and a pregnant zombie. Yeah, that's never a good sign. That's never a good sign when I, you see... I didn't like that well, choice. Well, in, in, the, in the Dawn of the Dead, uh, that uh, remake that he did, there was a pregnant person or a... Ba- and you, like yeah. when you see a pregnant person in a zombie movie... 
It's never a good sign. We don't no, need this. No, it is like, oh god, I'm. I was gonna avoid that, but that's so. Now that you've done that, the concept of zombies fucking during a movie. Why? <laughs> why? Like, I understand, like the origin of where this, th- how this thing breaks out. Like, this thing is something that seems to be created. I Wait, guess the baby causes... breaks out. No, they how the zombie outbreak breaks out. I, I guess they don't really tell you where this the original mm-hmm. thing that causes the zombie outbreak comes mm-hmm. from. We know what has it, but um, so maybe it's some like I don't know. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, th- that's just unnecessary. It's mm-hmm. unnecessary for zombies to be having sex and having babies. It's well, how just... do they keep their zombie tribe going? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a there's a, a hierarchy of zombies in this movie. I won't give anything out by that. But there's uh, one, there's some that are more sentient than others. So, dum 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 dum. And some of them that really like to get it on. Get it on. All right, guys. Anything else before we uh, call it a show? I don't think so. Let's no, flip right. it and reverse it. I, yeah, <laughs> no. I think Zack Snyder liking. Zombies fucking, I think. Can it's we a just good hate on Zack Snyder for <laughs> no. like 10 minutes every episode? <laughs> it's just such a low hanging fruit, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I try to. Um, yeah, because I do have plenty of stuff to bitch about with his stuff, but I, I try to temper it with, with good stuff because I like 300 and I like some of his other movies, but um, yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting for him to see what, ha- what he does next. Um, so. Uh, I think that's it, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, you know, what we have coming up is some Loki talk. Lo- not Loki, Loki yeah. but the character Loki from um, the the MCU. Uh, I think it's six episodes, and they'll be dropping every Wednesday. So uh, we'll definitely be talking about that as those uh, come out. And then, or as we, re- you know, we get together to record. Yep. Um, Rick and Morty's also coming out very soon. Super excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Roiland, the voice of Rick and Morty, did a voice on Invincible. Did a yeah. couple voices, possibly. So, uh, mm-hmm. a little connection there. And then, um, let's see. I'm just waiting for Ian puns. Like, he had an opportunity. Uh, low-key, you could have said, oh, the lo- we'll keep the low-key talk low-key until we start recording again. <laughs> I'm trying to reserve myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just, gonna, you're flipping it for when yet. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I've been waiting all episode for some Ian puns. <laughs> and then, uh, Jason and Matt, tell them where else they can find you guys. The uh, podcast Listen Impossible. It's segment-based. It's idiotic. It's fun, I think. And, uh, yeah, any way you get your podcasts. And uh, impossible underscore pod on Twitter. Maybe from that guy in an alley down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he really likes it. He opens his trench coat. He's got <laughs> episodes of Listen. Yeah, it's like, hey man, hey man. He's naked, but he yeah. also has episodes yeah. of Listen to Possible. Mm-hmm. He's like, come here, come here, come here. Come here. Um, another podcast I wanted to give some love was uh, Let's Talk About Stuff. Stephen and Brent, friends of the show, they just reached um, their two hundredth episode. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, congrats to them. Yeah. They've uh, been supportive of Mind Grenade, and uh, I take it they've been supportive. They've been of, supportive. Yeah, they've been uh, super listen supportive listen of Listen Impossible as well. Yeah. Yeah. So go like check those guys out. Yeah. Let's Talk About Stuff is essentially a, a pop culture show. Um, those guys are hilarious, Brent and, and Steven. Uh, let's see here. So uh, t- for us, for Mind Grenade, we were at mindgrenadestudios.com. On Twitter, we're at mindgrenade1. The email. If you have any questions for Matt, Matt can answer any question. In Spanish. <laughs> so, yeah. No, you I can't. also don't speak Spanish, so I don't know how good the answer is <laughs> going to be. 
So um, let's see. The uh, email is, um, let's see, mg2014 at gmail.com. That's mgtwenty14 at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. This has been Hector for Ian, Matt, Jason, and the Zombie Tiger saying so long, and we'll talk to you soon. i